0: Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Showska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's December 24th, the day before Christmas, and it's noon. With news that you can use from YAA and your dear friends, Zach and Ray. Hey, we got to get the show on the road. I got a date with Sanity Claus. I got to help pack up that damn sleigh.
1: <clears throat> really? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit warmer where you are, though. So maybe you'll leave the house today. We'll see. Yeah, well, possibly there. there
0: is the possibility. Yeah.
1: Pops, it is the day before Christmas. We are here live at noon to give you the news of which there is like very little to none because it's the day before Christmas. But we're still going to spend thirty minutes with you because this is what we like to do. This is fun. There, there
0: is some. There was, there was the great reversal. It was like, it was like, um, um, Toyota put its uh, let's charge for the remote start on the key fob under further review. And upon further review, um, the past was incomplete. The, the, the idea and the concept was ruled, well, stupid. And uh, they seemed to be reversing course. So right before Christmas, we got this giant present from Toyota, where, because uh, there was so much blowback from the general public that... Uh, they decided to scrap the plans of charging $8 a month or $80 a year to yeah. be able to access your remote start from your key fob on certain models.
1: This article from the drive is so good. Did you get a chance to like read through it, Pops?
0: I you know I I read some of it uh, they yeah. have so many ads on okay. that. Yeah. And it and it jumps all around, you know, you're reading and all of a sudden it jumps up 3 paragraphs and it's like, okay, screw them. <laughs> Okay, we're getting the drive, the drive, so you should know, drove me right off their website with with all that jumping around. Fair
1: enough, fair enough, fair enough. Let's actually let's let's do a quick little just we've got some some of the chat pops and we'll jump back into the drives yeah. article and also their user experience design, which is poor. Yeah, Justice, sure. happy holidays to you. Jordan, happy holidays to you, Doug as well. Rico, thanks for being here. Happy holidays. Igor, happy holidays to you as well. And NPEG, my Tesla got a major software update this morning, added a ton of new features. Blind spot cameras were added, subwoofer control the light show. So many things like a new car. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: saw that they were going to drop a uh, software update that included a whole new suite of
1: things. That's yeah. Okay, that's really cool. You know, we we kind of we give some slack occasionally and more recently because more manufacturers are pushing towards over-the-air updates. Like yes. for example, when Stellantis had their chief whatever officer say this is going to be a 23 billion dollar, you know, revenue generator for us that makes us cringe a little bit. Just a but, tad, but what what Mpeg just said it sounds like a brand new card. That's that's actually like the benefit of the OTA model.
0: Yeah, and my guess is that that what they probably didn't tell them is, hey, here's your first three months uh, free trial, and hey, we'll see how much you like this and how much you're willing to pay f- to keep these updates. I don't know. Come March.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good I point. don't
0: know that that's really the case. Yeah, but but I'm I'm guessing it might be.
1: Happy holidays, Melissa. To you as well. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Us, you know
0: that that bottle of red looks damn good.
1: Uh, Justice says, but they took away your ability to play games while driving. Well, so. that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So let's take a peek at at this drive article because I actually think I know it was really obnoxious to try and read. Oh uh, my god. However, yeah, like yeah. you know what? Actually, let's let's. It's got great info, but this is unreal. We've got ad. We've got ad. We, we got ad. ad we yeah. got ad. We got ad. Yeah. Okay, but they did a really good job. We got ads. Oh, <laughs>
0: sh- 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 yeah.
1: How many ads do we have on our website?
0: Uh, I believe none. Thank you. So, so apparently, Zach, let me just suggest. Apparently, we're missing the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Evidently, <laughs> they have this really. They have this really neat uh, diagram here that kind of like walks you through like the logic behind the idea. And there it's jumping. God, yeah. That wasn't That's, me,
0: folks. I know it's not you. It's because they're they're adding more ads as you watch. It's a okay, anyway, software I'll,
1: update. Yeah, you know what? I'm not <laughs> gonna I'm not gonna deal with that. Essentially what they were showing you there in that diagram is essentially they never even make like a call to toyota's servers like this is all like built in and they they can just flip the switch whether you can or can't access this functionality which in the tech community was a pretty big uproar because the idea behind charging a subscription for software like that's a precedent that kind of exists like you want to stream that movie from netflix you got to talk to netflix's servers and they give it to you this would yeah. be the equivalent of like netflix has it's like blockbuster like you've got the rental but now you want to watch it now you got to pay you got to pay even
0: more yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so like yeah. i think that's the big issue in the in the tech community and also just as consumers is like we get it if we have to access it like great it's on your your end we'll pay for it we'll access it but this is we bought it we have it now you're taking it away so anyway we uh, we can see that toyota is not um anti as anti consumer as that decision made them out to be they're listening and i think honestly the YouTube yeah. community, the social media community, like we did a TikTok on it that got a couple hundred thousand views. Steve Leto did a video here on YouTube that got a couple hundred thousand views. Our video got tens of thousands of views. Like, I think we helped push this back, which feels really good.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I you know, anybody that that is on YouTube and takes a stand against these type these types of actions from from these manufacturers what it, what it proves is that there is strength in numbers. As an individual, if you complain, it means nothing to Toyota. However, if your voice is joined by millions of others, suddenly, well, Toyota Toyota wants to hear what you have to say. Because this can impact future Toyota sales. This can impact Toyota brand loyalty. So when one person complains, it means nothing. When millions of us all gather together in this marketplace of ideas and social media, uh, it can drive an impact that can change things. That's the whole concept behind what we're trying to do with how dealers operate and how they treat their customers.
1: The whole industry pops the whole yes. industry, right? Which, like- is, which
0: is why, if I may, which is why yeah. we own the website name don'tbuycars.com because if millions of people would stop buying cars.
1: Yeah, you got the domain name
0: wrong, but I think the sentiment was there. The sentiment well, what the hell is the domain name? Don't I, buy cars.com.
1: No, you just said it again. That's still not it. You stop said- buying <laughs> there you go.
0: Okay, you whatever the hell we came up cars? with that. Yes, yeah, stop buying cars.com. And yes. but the but the idea is, is is if millions and millions of people take themselves out of the marketplace as a protest to the values and prices that are being asked for these vehicles then suddenly their strength in those numbers and dealers and manufacturers will suddenly do everything they can to reverse that trend so it's it's it, the whole concept works if we all kind of band together
1: So Pops, we've got a comment here from Jordan that I think is timely. Stop buying cars, start buying mopeds. I don't know if you saw this. I'll share my screen very briefly. There's a startup company called Ola that makes electric scooters. They wanted to build 2 million electric scooters per year. I don't know if you saw this article from Electric. They've been yeah. able to produce 150 a day. So I don't know what that run rate is, but it's certainly not two million. So we're facing the same challenges in all types of manufacturing of, of any type of vehicle. Because I think actually there's a huge demand for mopeds and scooters. There's there's big bikes, electric bikes as well, but everyone's struggling to produce them, which is well, fascinating. A-
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And you absolutely. know my absolutely and you know, and you know my saying when it comes to mopeds mopeds mean mo fun and uh, and so don't ever forget that because i mean you drive around on an electric scooter in dc at times yep. you had your your uh, your gas powered uh, uh, chinese built scooter here in the atlantic city area for the summer yep. um it is a reasonable mode of transportation in inner cities and small resort areas um you know i'm I'm almost thinking about trying one whoa you know when 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 I moved to Bethesda yeah uh, you know I it's gonna cost me 155 hours a month to park my car um but but you know I'm thinking hey maybe I get around town on a scooter as long as I have a warm coat
1: pops I could see you on a Vespa
0: I, I I could I could see me on a Vespa as well. And then and then I think um I'll I'll start learning Italian. <laughs> yeah, bon Oh no, it's not Bonjour. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Ciao, Alessio. I don't know what the hell it is.
1: You're funny, uh,
0: man. You're yeah.
1: funny. Yeah, All right, so that, I got-
0: get me that Peroni, buddy.
1: I've got one other uh, one other thing queued up for today's show pops then we can kind of just take this in whatever direction we want. I've got an idea for what we could do but I also want to make sure you feel cool with it. So anyway, the one other thing that I've got actually is deserving of Really? You, you got to be, be kidding. kidding me. Not sure if you saw this pops. This comes by way of Jalopnik. If you see a Jeep Wrangler 4XE with a missing odometer, you probably shouldn't buy it. That's <laughs> so- <laughs>
0: God. Oh God! oh who who stole the odometer? <laughs> <laughs> or did they forget to put them in?
1: All right, let me just read this out to you. A software bug on a small number of wranglers stopped showing the odometer after thirteen thousand three hundred and forty two miles. Okay. Okay, so um it's a very advanced SUV as far as Jeeps go. Anyway, despite this some examples on the road appear to have an issue counting because they have been recalled for odometers that freeze at exactly 13,342 miles and then they stop displaying entirely. Um there's currently a recall out for 3,000 of the plug-in hybrid Wranglers. This kind of speaks to a little bit of we had the um, we reference it frequently the BCG the Boston Consulting Group article yes. Where it talks about how the uh, more advanced cars are more expensive from a semiconductor standpoint. Yes. I'm fascinated to see it's more expensive, and there's all sorts of new tech from companies that aren't experienced in building these things, i.e., well, something as critical as an odometer that's more tech rather than analog. Like, there are going to be more and more of these issues into the future years. I still can't believe between inflation mean? and that that extended warranty prices haven't gone up. Like, I, that I mean, to me you- is
0: mind boggling. You, you're missing the biggest point for those 3000 owners. Huh. The biggest point is when they go to get rid of those vehicles, their TMU true miles unknown. Okay. And you cannot get an accurate mileage reading off of a vehicle. If the, if the odometer stopped working at 13,340 miles, because yeah. nobody will know how many miles you drove from that point until the point that it was fixed. and, True mileage, unknown vehicles, the values of those plummet really? because nobody can sign a mileage statement wow. certifying the miles on the car. So those, there are 3,000 people out there okay, who are going to get screwed royally if and when they ever go to trade those vehicles in because they have no idea. No one will have any idea what the real miles on the car is. The only way that that can be resolved is if they get the odometer update or replacement or whatever it needs prior to reaching 13,340 miles.
1: That's what I appreciate about our dynamic is like, I, we've done this for two years now. I just learned something. Like you always have knowledge to share with us. That's, that's, that's critical. Wow.
0: Well, yeah,
1: I mean, you, you know, when,
0: when a dealership sells a car to a consumer, they, the consumer signs off on an odometer statement and the dealership signs off on an odometer statement, certifying what the miles are on the vehicle. So if, if you can't provide the consumer with what the actual miles are, nobody knows. You know, you could say, "Well, you know, I I I I don't think I drove more than a hundred miles uh, after it stopped recording." Nobody knows if that's true or not. Maybe you drove a hundred thousand miles before you had it replaced or repaired, and and mileage impacts value. A high mileage car isn't worth as much as a low mileage car. A a A vehicle whose true mileage is unknown, as Igor suggested, is usually worth about 50% of what book values are. That's a huge, huge hit. So if you own one of these, you need to get it corrected before you reach that magic number of 13,340 miles Um, because they can certify how many miles were on it at the time that the odometer was repaired or replaced. But if everybody knows that it stops counting at 13,340, well, then you need to get that replaced
1: before then. What's TMU stand for again? Total miles unknown. True true miles
0: unknown. True Ah. miles unknown.
1: Yeah. Neil's got a nice question here in the chat pops. Would it know, uh, would the car know the hours run in its computer?
0: Um, it it very well might but the, there's a difference between say the engine being on and the vehicle running and the vehicle actually being driven
1: somewhere yeah I feel know, like it, the whole industry operates under mileage not it's like airplanes it's like hours that the the engines are on cars yes. miles traveled
0: yes boats boat motors are are uh, are, are uh, hours used okay hours of operation but cars are miles driven. And let me assure you that in in the olden days, two years ago, um, when, when dealerships had inventory on their lots, well, one of the things because of all the electronics in the cars is that they have to make sure that the batteries are constantly charged. So in a lot of cases, every two weeks or so, Uh, the lot of tenants would go out and just start the cars and let them run for an hour at a time. Okay. That would show running time, but that's not driving time. That's just trying to charge up a battery. Okay. And keep, and keep the, the battery charged so that it won't fail prior to selling the car. So yeah, you, you, you could probably, the computer can probably track how many hours the vehicle was on, but, if it can't adequately track the miles that it was actually driven, that's a real issue.
1: No, that's a major, major issue. And I'm really glad that you I, I, I was just laughing because I'm like, this is hilarious. But you're you're dropping some knowledge bombs here. Like there's a lot of uh, for those 3000 well, people and all the people who have those vehicles that haven't yet experienced that. It, yeah, it's a major thing that could affect their pocketbook in a big way.
0: Absolutely, you know, I and I was laughing too because it's kind of ridiculous that they that they haven't uh, that they had hadn't figured it out. But but I I also get that you know the the problem didn't rear its ugly head until the vehicle's hit thirteen thousand three hundred forty miles. Nobody knew.
1: Let's um, let's hit on a couple of these questions, pops. So Alex says, with an unknown mileage, how do you manage maintenance intervals? What do you mean? <laughs> how do you, how do you, if you don't know, you don't
0: know. So if you're supposed to get the oil changed every 5,000 miles, but your odometer is broken, um, you know, then I guess you're just going to have to go by time and you're going to have to estimate how many miles you drove. Um, but it's not a good idea if, if you have a vehicle and the odometer has an issue, um, it's not a good idea to wait to get it fixed. The Definitely. longer you wait, the worse it gets.
1: Igor says TMU cars are worse than salvage title cars. No one wants to trade them. Is that you agree? Yes, because you, you, how do you certify miles on them? What do you what do you tell the customer?
0: What do you tell the next customer? Hey, well, the odometer shows it's got ten thousand eight hundred and seventy nine <laughs> miles. Of course, it's a two thousand thirteen. You know, uh, and I'm sure it was just driven by an old lady driving to church on Sundays. Oh, and uh, the odometer re- was replaced three years ago. I mean...
1: <laughs> JNLW wants to know, does TMU uh, show up on a Carfax? It
0: Yes, it very well can.
1: That's good. That's good. Yeah. That, uh, it'll show. And, up.
0: and also on a Carfax, I mean, I've seen it any number of times, and I can assure you Igor has seen it any number of times, where you will see a mileage discrepancy notated right on the Carfax, where it'll show a service at 10,380 miles, And then six months later, it'll show it was in for service again and had 9,318 miles. Or you might see one that it was, it had a service at 110,000 miles. And then the next thing you know, the next time it was in for service, it only had 42,000 miles on
1: it. How the hell does that happen?
0: Somebody changed the odometer or somebody fat fingered something uh, when they entered it into the computer. Um, you you know, and I have seen that, I mean, I have seen where, you know, a car was in for service with 10,800 miles on it. And then the next time it was in for service, it said it had 60,000 miles on it. And then the next time it was in for service, it said it had 18,000 miles on it. Well, obviously somebody fat figured the 60,000 entry. So that can happen, and, and you can get that rectified, but what you can't get rectified is when you actually have no idea how many miles are on the car.
1: No, definitely, definitely, um, and we've got Jordan asking, how does a consumer know when a car is a TMU? Again, TMU stands for True Mileage Unknown. Would the only ways be if there was a recall? When you're, si-
0: on- when, when you're signing a, a certified mileage statement, so... If, if they don't have you sign a certified mileage statement saying how many miles are on the car, then that indicates true miles are unknown, or they might tell you, we don't know, it had a bad odometer at one point it was replaced, we don't know what the exact miles are, but we're estimating that they're X. Well, you know, if you're fooling, foolish enough to accept X, then go right ahead and sign.
1: Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Wow, crazy. Yeah. That's that's really interesting, Deb. And it's a shame that that's happening right now with this brand yes. new four yeah. XGs, But craziness, absolutely craziness. It, it, which and you quote you in that article? Like you could have provided so much info in that article. I don't know. Reach out to us, uh, Jalopnik. Like we would have, we would have contributed well, to that.
0: that. That was the first thing that crossed my mind. Yeah. Is that is that these vehicles could could certainly become TMU true mileage unknown, um, which severely negatively impacts their value um and, and so if you haven't spent any time in the industry you wouldn't think of that it wouldn't okay. cross your mind at first but as soon as you said it that was that was my first thought these poor people you yeah. know the, the guy that the first person that it happened to is screwed literally is that, is
1: that- does that open up like Lemon Law type stuff? Like, is it that serious or no?
0: No, well, Lemon Law is it's got to be brought back for the same issue a number of times, times in a certain yeah. period of time. Yeah. Um, so, no, this,
1: the, this I, is I just bad luck.
0: Yeah. I You know, I am sure that our dear friend Steve Leto, who I don't know at all and he doesn't know <laughs> us, but I am sure that he can have a great time. Suing Jeep on behalf of a, of a customer that this might have happened to, because how do you ascribe what the loss of value is going to be? Yeah, okay, yeah. and get them to pay for it because it was a failure of their part.
1: Speaking of Steve Leto, but not actually Steve Leto, yes. um, okay. I spoke with David Chow yesterday, who runs Automotive Press, uh, the YouTube channel. Um, he's a supply chain expert, like legitimately a supply chain expert. He he teaches it. He teaches it, and he works professionally in it. Like that's his career. Um, yeah. We're we're setting up something for I think second week of January. We should have a video dropping, or maybe third week of January, a video cool. dropping with David. So really excited about that. If you haven't checked out Automotive Press, go check out his channel. Uh, very in depth, and a lot a lot of insights on Toyota. Uh, yes,
0: yeah.
1: him and Ahmed Ahmed with the car care not AMD. Like those are the yeah. Toyota guys on YouTube. I guess Scotty Kilmer is too, but we. Ahmed and and, uh, uh, and David with Automotive Press, we're excited I, to have.
0: I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to anger any of the Scotty fans out there because I know there's millions
1: of them. It's Christmas but, time, Dad. You gotta be careful with what you say. No,
0: all I'm gonna say is, care. Ahmed and David Chow, um they bring a level of professionalism uh, to their discussions that might not necessarily be seen on some other channels. How about
1: yeah. that? That's fine. Yeah. But anyway, we're just excited to be able to collaborate with people. I want to make everyone aware yes. of that. Another thing I want to make the community aware of, Dad, is it's been a full week since we launched uh, the YAA car search. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. How many people or how many, how many interactions do you think we've had um with the car search? In you
0: want way? my you want my best guess?
1: I want your best guess. Twelve. No. <laughs> No, no, no. You know 12 is my favorite number. What do you think? Come <laughs> on. How many people do
0: you think have interacted with
1: it? Um, I don't know,
0: two, three thousand.
1: All right, I'll share my screen with literally everyone because that's my style. That is your style. It's gotten ten thousand eight hundred and ninety-six page views in a week, dad. Wow, that's incredible.
0: Yes. Let me know when we do that in a day.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I don't know how the hell we're <laughs> going to do that, right. but like maybe in a year, maybe in a year yeah. we'll get there. But yeah, wow. 10, over 10,000 pages. So it's like it's like 7,500 people have searched for cars back on Join YAA. That is like that's the biggest uh, holiday present you could ever give to us. Like we're yeah. we're thrilled to see that. That's
0: a heck of a lot more than 12.
1: That is a lot more than 12. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's very
0: good. And that I'm really is, and that, that. that's exciting, and and it helps to validate uh, what it is that we're trying to do, and the and the amount of uh, investment that you and your team have made in the, trying to make that happen.
1: Yeah, so I want to make everyone aware of that thank you for for checking it out and using it, and if you share it with a friend or anything, that means a lot to us. Oh, you can, can even—may I say something? Hmm. Share it with your enemies.
0: We don't care who you share it with; just share it. Okay, the more you share, the better off the world will be. Let's go. Get on the stick, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Send out that link to everybody you know. Check out www.joinyaa.com listings. Okay, slash listings. Just go to www.joinyaa.com slash cars cars. Cars. Y- a- a- slash, a- slash cars. 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 Just cars. send Car. Send that link to everyone you know, please, 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 please. Because the more people that use it, the the greater impact we can have on the industry that we're trying to change.
1: 100%. The other thing that I wanted to bring up... um which is going to be something f- new for next year. We're starting car reviews. Uh, end of January, we're going to have the first uh, few car reviews come out. We're going to be filming a lot of them in January. Once my my dad moves here um, to Bethesda, which we're really excited about, and so we've well, got. Well, speak w- for yourself, buddy. You I'm might, really excited. You might
0: be excited that I'm moving to Bethesda. I'm not nearly as excited as you are. Come
1: on, it'll be fun. You'll be in the office. We'll do reviews together. Like it'll be a good time. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: No, I'm you know because there's there's no better time to be in the Washington D.C.
1: area than well the winter time. Come on, man. Well, and and yeah, we'll enjoy. It. Well, it'll be good. So no, it'll it'll be
0: fun. I might even bring snowshoes. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Here are my two questions or my two asks for the community. One, if anyone has any connections to manufacturers to help us get cars send me an email, Zach at dot We could use all the help we could get because currently we have no relationships with any manufacturer. So it'd be great. We're going to rent cars off Turo. That's what we're going to be doing. And so, I'm like soliciting from from the community if you have suggestions for cars that you want to see us uh, review, let us know. I think the first few that we had talked about doing, Dad, the Genesis GV70. Yeah, we're really really excited to 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 review that. I think we had like a Volkswagen Atlas on the list. I don't know. We had quite a few on the list.
0: Yes, yeah, you have like fifteen or sixteen or seventeen vehicles on the list um and some you have on the list just just for the sheer joy of watching me try to get into and out of them
1: yes and so just to make everyone aware what we're going to be doing with the car reviews like we know our lane like we'll give all the information obviously but what we're going to do is really our shtick in the car share with you our experience obviously my dad's angle will be a lot more towards like how functional is it how easy is it to use Go well, ahead. yeah,
0: because one of the things, you know, I well, at 70, that makes me a septuagenarian, I believe. Um, so one of the things uh, that we should review is how easy it is to use the infotainment and other tech features in a vehicle for a septuagenarian. It's yep. one thing for a 26-year-old to, to know how to figure this stuff out because they've lived with screens all their life. And it's quite another for someone my age who uh, who can't figure out how to power off or power on his google phone
1: (laughs) yes so we will have that as an angle like it'll be really fun anyway if you have suggestions uh for cars that you'd like to see us review in the new year like i said we're going to be starting kind of in the middle of january the first one's out maybe like first week of february maybe a little bit before there uh before then those, those, those were the things I had to share, pups. I had another idea for what we could do, but it's already been half an hour. It's it's Christmas Eve. We should give people time back in their days. I guess I I think that would be the right thing to do.
0: Well, you know, uh, you you um, have always been big into rap, and I want you to know that today is probably the biggest rap day in human history, which is the day that everybody goes out and wraps their Christmas presents. So let's, as a group, let's all unite. And let's wrap the hell out of the day. Sure how long How long you been holding that in? I just thought of it. This, you don't it, understand. I don't have to. I, this stuff just comes to me at, at, in the spur of the moment. It literally just came to me.
1: Blake wants to know, what are we doing for Christmas dinner? We're we're live streaming over on the YAA channel so you can see what we do for Christmas dinner. Listen,
0: if I may say, and I don't want to offend anybody, but what Jews do on Christmas (laughs) is Chinese food and movies. Okay? That's what we do. Okay? Did I offend anybody?
1: We'll find out in the comments later. (laughs) All right, Pops. I love you. I appreciate you. Enjoy the day. I'm going to go for a run. It's absolutely beautiful out here. You do
0: that as well.
1: Tomorrow on the YAA channel, at some time, we're going to be going live. If a couple people join us, it'll be a good old time. We'll have some fun. Otherwise, we'll see you back on Monday, 12 Eastern, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific. News You Can Use, Join YA.com. Appreciate everyone, and happy holidays.
0: Yes. Merry Christmas for those who celebrate Christmas. See you, pups. See you later, handsome.
1: Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.